There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your setting. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode 10 of season 4 of Winona Earp. Oh, Steve. It's getting ever so close. Yeah. And just when you think we've kind of got most of our characters in a good place, no. (laughs) This happens? Yeah, this happens. I don't even know what to say. I know. We took a hard left in Albuquerque. (laughs) I will tell you guys that I immediately, I was like, oh my God, Steve. And he's like, wait, wait, I'm behind. So (laughs) when Steve caught up and seen the end, yeah, we were both on that. Oh my God. So I think. I think everybody out there was probably on the same wavelength as us, though, Steve. Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is painful. That's all I'm going to say. It's like so much going on and it's like kind of starts breaking your heart. Yeah. And how is Emily going to end this in two episodes? I- oh, God. <laughs> Don't remind me, though. Holy cow. That We're going to have a hell of a cliffhanger. Yes. I wouldn't say hell of a cry, but yeah, yeah hell of a cliffhanger. <laughs> that too. I just think it's going to be so hard for everybody. So, all right. I, I say we jump in. Just rip the bandaid off and yep, let's talk let's about episode 10. Do it. Life turned her that way. As the fog spreads and supplies stop, things get tense between Winona and Waverly until a demon from the past returns. I'm still confused. I know I I said I was going to rewatch the old stuff when we figured out what was going on, and I didn't. Right. But I'm so confused. Yeah. Well, Jolene kind of explains it, but I'm still not sure I'm buying it. (laughs) But we open with Winona's daily pattern. We see Winona wake up, and she seems pretty bright-eyed and chipper, loads Peacemaker without any problems, and goes out and takes out a demon. And as the days go by, it becomes more and more difficult for Winona to get up, load Peacemaker, and take out a demon. And all I kept thinking was, man, Jeannie was not wrong. Right, absolutely. Until one day she wakes up and can't find Peacemaker. So she stumbles into the house and complains about no coffee or donuts. (laughs) And Nicole reminds her that the BBD shipments have stopped completely and the town is running out of supplies. Winona tells them that she seems to have misplaced Peacemaker and they need to find it. Well, Waverly pulls it out of a drawer and Winona immediately gets defensive, thinking that this is an intervention. Well, she's not exactly wrong. If the shoe fits, wear it, Winona. So, girls discuss how Winona is always hunting by herself and isn't sleeping, just passing out. Well, that was kind of addressed a couple episodes ago when she almost fell out of a tailgate. Yes, and 
It's interesting that when she first starts this after taking out Jeannie, she's as clear-minded as can be. And yet it only takes a couple of days to fall back into the pattern of just medicating with alcohol. See, I thought it was because of what Jeannie said to her. That's... That, like, she realizes all of it, like, exactly how sad and lonely she is. Right. And how much it hurts that, yeah, Doc hasn't kind of, not necessarily come back to her, but hasn't called her. Right. And even though we've seen him come to, to her rescue, more or less, at the end of last times. episode. Yeah, a couple yeah. times. But it's like, because he's not there and Jeannie's words, I'm sure, are haunting her. And not just Jeannie's words, the words she spoke to Jeannie. Right. Like, you have to look it in the eye and hear what it's saying. Yeah. And she's not doing that. No, not right now. And even Waverly says she's sad and lonely. And Winona goes for Peacemaker, but Waverly is much quicker than she is. And Winona stomps off, telling her to keep it and leaves. And now, personally, I'm thinking this is probably a bad move. Yes, and Waverly follows her outside and asks her to stop. Winona wants to know if she wants her to admit that she's got a problem. And she goes, if you stop killing demons, everyone I love gets eating. And they fight and over the again, twins. And again, it's like, oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this was painful for everybody. Not only the sisters, which, yeah, you go back to two episodes ago and... Everything was great between them, and whoo, did that change fast. It's like, and I know a lot of people have been saying, since we've come back, things have felt off. And I kind of feel like after this episode that they've been trying to do it that way. Right. Like, just to make everything seem just almost like just that quarter second out of sync. Like, right. Winona's going too far. Like, Waverly and Hot are loving, but almost not to the point they were before. You know, just so everything is just a little bit weird. Right. And I feel like it's being done on purpose. And it's weird, but it's like just to set up the way the mindset is for everybody. Yeah, I think you're right. I thought about it, too, and was going, well, normally, and we, we saw just a brief second of it last week where we had Jeremy and Waverly investigating the problem and figuring it out. Mm-hmm. First time in the whole season. Oh my gosh, has it been the whole season? Yes, the whole oh season. Gosh. And it's like, where has that been? That's what we're used to seeing. Mm-hmm. And when those two work together, it seems to get everybody else working together. And because we don't have that one Jeremy connection most of the time, Winona's out doing her own thing and not involving Waverly. So Waverly's just saying, okay, well, Winona's going to handle it. She can handle it until she needs help and I'll get married. And we, we do hear later on in the episode, she says she can't control her power. Once Episode six happened. Wouldn't you think that maybe Winona and Waverly would have spent a lot of time together trying to figure out what her powers actually are? So I she feel like that would Wynonna? make sense. Yeah. Or at least not be afraid of them. Right. Absolutely. So, so yeah, this is <laughs> definitely a little off of what could have happened, that's for sure. And probably what <laughs> should have happened. Yeah, I almost feel like they're trying to make everybody uncomfortable. Right. They're doing a good job of it. The <laughs> <laughs> so Waverly meets Doc at the steps of the garden and asks if the book is still blank. 
Doc informs her that it is, and does she want it? Okay, the stairs are back. Right. Why are you going near the stairs? Yes. Because, hello, they're going to like, it's going to suck you in. It wants you, Waverly. Uh, That just seemed like a bad idea to me. Right. Meeting Doc at the stairs. Yep. And another point that just doesn't seem to add up. Now, of course, Waverly doesn't want to keep it because she doesn't want Winona finding it. And they discuss what it was like on the throne with Doc thinking it must have been hell, but Waverly saying it was more like heaven. Yeah, doesn't she say that it was like complete peace? Yeah. So that what I thought was interesting in the fact that the book, because it was her book. Right, that she Because I know we had talked about that, too. It's like, yes. oh, did she grab the Nicole's or, or Winona's? It's like, oh, who did she grab? But the fact that she grabbed her own, I thought was kind of interesting. Yes. So it's like, hmm, what's that about? And so far, nothing. Because there's no at least nothing writing she in can the book. Read. Right, or Doc can see. Yeah, maybe it's like only another angel can read it or something. Yeah, who knows? So Dallas and Remy come up and tell Doc to let them have the girl. Well, that isn't going to happen. And Doc shoots Dallas with his six-shooter, but that isn't going to stop him. Waverly pulls out Peacemaker, but it's not working for her. Hmm. I love it. She's like, he worked before. It's like, Yeah. It was one time, kind of. Right. And that was pretty much when Winona's like yelling at the gun to work. Right. And that's so strange, too, because that's another thing they should have been working on all this time is making sure Peacemaker worked for Waverly, too. So Waverly runs into the fog and Remy does not follow her. Okay, so they can see the fog. Right. She just thought she'd be able to, I don't know, get away from him somehow. Right. Because I see she's like holding her nose right. in her mouth. Right. Not to breathe, yes. Which I was trying to do the same thing. I would have died. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't hold my breath that long. And I was like, why aren't you running into it? Right. Yeah, she was trying to get away from Remy because they was some hungry demons. Yeah, true. And so she's trying to get her bearings when she hears someone calling her name. Never go to someone calling your name. Because she turns and sees the cabin and goes inside only to find Jolene. I was so confused. Now, at first I'm thinking, maybe it's like her mom or (laughs) an angel calling her. And then immediately I'm like, oh, wait, what if it's Eve? And Eve's in the fog and she's doing this. And then when we see Jolene, I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. I thought she was dead. Yeah. I was so confused. Yeah, because we go back to season three, episode five, and we see one of Bolshar's trees, one of the vines off of it, grab her, snap her neck, and swallow it into the tree. I guess we'd never saw a dead body, so we shouldn't have counted on her being dead, but the way that neck snapped was like, yeah, that's true. I mean, we should know by now if you don't see it. But then there's so many demons that we don't see die. Exactly. <laughs> and Jolene informs Waverly that when Bolshar died, his vines released her. You didn't explain how you recovered from a snap neck. Yeah. I mean, was she able to recover somehow before Bolshar died? Yeah. And she <laughs> complains that because Waverly went into the garden, the fog has trapped her here. And now they're going to have so much fun. I'm like, oh no. Yeah. She's been after her for so long, long. And we thought she was done. 
Yep. And then I was thinking maybe Waverly is actually still in the fog and she's imagining it. Yeah. I was hoping. And that somehow, like, I don't know, she'd hear something or her angel magic was like, clear it and clear her head right because it's like you never seen jolene like do something to her at this point right like she's hitting next to her and like the knife is in the beam like above her so that's why i was thinking maybe she wasn't real right until it got really weird (laughs) just a few more moments yes (laughs) as remy returns to doc and dallas fighting telling them that waverly ran into the fog Doc offers them food and drink from the glory hole, but Remy tells them that Black Badge raided the place and took everything. What the hell is going on? Why are they taking everything? Exactly. The three of them get shot with trank darts and BBD agents come storming up. And Doc even gets a second dose, which finally knocks him out. And we hear an agent say that, leave that one, he's not on the list. I was hoping that was Doc he was talking about. (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately it wasn't. So we go back to the homestead where Winona is taking her frustrations out on a punching bag when Rachel turns Winona's music off. She apologizes for what happened this morning and Winona goes, why? And Winona wants to know what she wants and Rachel tells her she wants to train. I was like, does she really? Or is she just trying to get Winona kind of out of her head? That's a good question. Because I, like I said, I, I think... As soon as we saw Jeremy back, they should have been working on plans to get everybody ready for, especially when we find out the fog's expanding. Mm-hmm. And it's like everybody just all of a sudden forgot that that's happening. It's like, you guys should have already planned this out by now. <laughs> or at least had a, an outline of a plan together. But we cut to BBDHQ where Cleo is having her petition to leave the GRT being reviewed. And you go, oh, really? She's just packing and running, huh? I didn't expect that. I thought everything was cool. I'm like, oh, okay, she just wants out. And then I'm like, wait, that door just opened? Yeah. <laughs> and the lady notices an awful smell in the room. <laughs> and Cleo kind of halfway turns and... I told you not to come. I was confused, though. It's like, why is the lady able to notice a smell when nobody else who's been around the Reapers can smell them? Yeah. Is this lady something different, maybe? Or is Billy a different Reaper? Oh, okay. Didn't think about that part. Yeah, that may be why. Now, you would think if he did smell, Nedley would have had an even bigger problem with Billy being in the basement. Yeah, or Rachel would have noticed it and been like, ugh, what Yeah, (laughs) exactly, so, all right, hand wave. (laughs) But out of nowhere, the lady approves the petition, and it's like, all righty then, I guess. I was like, this can't be good. (laughs) No, and I think we, later on, we find out it wasn't. So, Winona takes Rachel out into the woods and notices some blood, so she has to follow that. And finds Remy, who informs her that Waverly went into the fog. You go, oh. Why, Waverly, why? Yes. So we go to the BBBDDDDDDD jail. Because <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on. No, because this is something really weird. Right. The guard just toasts Dallas. 
saying, oh, we've got one of his type. Yeah. And thankfully, Doc decided to show his fangs. Right. And oh, we don't have one of those. We'll keep him. I was like, what the hell are they talking about? Exactly. This is not the BBD that we're used to here in the past two seasons. No. Why are you collecting things? Exactly. So we go back to the cabin briefly as Jolene tells Waverly that her kind are fallen angels, so they are kin. And you scratch your head and go, I don't know what to think about that. (laughs) But this is the beginning of Jolene just getting into Waverly's head so bad. It's not even funny. Again, another reason I kept thinking maybe it was just in her head. Right. Like internal conflict. Yes. Because of the fight with Winona in the morning and... Yeah, just everything going on and her just still not knowing what happened necessarily with ma'am. Right. So we see what Winona's going to do and they're at the fog boundary and she tells Rachel and Nicole the only way to find Waverly is with the fog guy. (laughs) So Casey gets strapped up to go into the fog. Oh my God, Casey is so funny. Oh yeah, but he's only going to take one. Yeah, he's like so stoned. He's like, I can only keep track of like one, One. Yeah, maybe. Like, dude, did you get wasted before they got you? Yep. (laughs) More than likely, he was already baked when they found him. And of course, Nicole and Wyona have to argue over which one gets to go. But this time, it's Nicole. I'm not sure how she actually got Winona to agree to that, but she did. I think it was because of Rachel, honestly. Yeah, probably. But at the same time, if Waverly has your gun, maybe it would be better for you to go. Right. Now, of course, Jolene happens to find Peacemaker in Waverly's purse. And she grabs it and just acting all big and bad until it does finally burn her. (laughs) But she prefers knives anyway, so she whips one out. And I just love the way she starts twisting on Waverly about Winona being the hero and she being the damsel in distress. And that's really, yeah, screwing with her head more. Absolutely it is. And Waverly says she can't control her power. And it's like, (laughs) you never tell somebody (laughs) that you can't control your power. No, because you know this woman is just batshit crazy anyway. Yes. So it's not going to get better. And Waverly had thought that all the hash marks were the days that Jolene had to be stuck in the cabin because of the fog. No, that's all the lives Winona had to snuff out to save hers. That was so not right. Oh, no joke. Just watching that, it's like, oh. And you can see it in Waverly's face. Yes, and uh, Jolene is just so... Good at just... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, being slimy, basically. Yes, and just getting into Waverly's head just big time. Mm Mm-hmm. And we go back to the boundary and Nicole tells Winona they should be able to communicate over the walkies and tells her that if she feels three tugs, pull them out. Winona finishes getting Nicole's mask secure and tells her to go get her. They make it to the cabin and head in to find Waverly tied up. Winona tells him to cut her loose and Casey gets attacked as he attempts to free Waverly and he don't last long. Oh my God. I was not expecting this. Right. Well, if Jolene hadn't been able to leave the cabin, she's going to be in there. (laughs) And 
I don't know why they thought that Waverly being tied up to a pole is going to signify that whoever's that did it isn't in there. I mean, I'm guessing they, they figured two against one, they'd be able to take whoever it was because obviously they didn't think Jolene. Right. <laughs> and of course... Winona's hears all this commotion going on and asks if Waverly's okay. And finally hears Nicole say, it's Jolene. Oh my gosh. And the look on Winona's face. Yes. <laughs> and Rachel feels the rope tug. And even though Winona doesn't want them to leave Waverly with Jolene, she helps pull him out. But it's only Casey. And he looks like he's toast. Yeah, his neck looks broken. <laughs> yeah. Winona yells for Nicole, and out of nowhere, she replies that she made it out, but doesn't know where she's at. How's that I, happening? I mean, I'm guessing it could have dropped her in, like, the other side of the Ghost River Triangle, or wherever the fog ended. Right. But yeah, I mean, how big is this field that they were at? Right. Yeah, because it was not the same place, because... There was quite a bit of field in between the fog and the tree line where Nicole was. Yeah. Now, Rachel asks if they should start CPR on Casey, but Winona tells her that his neck is broken. And yes, it was. And Winona screams into the fog for Waverly. Casey, you deserve better. Yeah. Waverly yells for Nicole as Jolene slams the door shut. Now, Waverly manages to break free with one big scream and grabs Peacemaker, but it burns her hand. I was not cool with this. No. Because it had never burned her before. Nope. It just didn't work for her. Right. And if you really think about it, apparently Peacemaker works... Only because of a certain mindset, I guess. Because we know Winona doesn't enjoy killing demons. Mm -hmm. It's got her just messed up big time. Waverly has just gotten her brains french fried, and yet it burns her. Now, granted, she's got power and Winona really doesn't. Right. So that may be it, is it may be able to sense what power's about to come out of Waverly. That oh, like which be... way her scales are tipping kind right. of thing? Yes. Where when she was able to handle it, it was because she was thinking good thoughts and now she's not. She's ready to just go off on Jolene. That's about my only way I can resolve that <laughs> in my head. So Jolene reminds her that demons can't hold Peacemaker. Waverly charges Jolene so but <laughs> and slams her into a coat hook. I'm like, yes, hold yeah. your breath and run now. Yes, but no. Jolene grabs Waverly, stabs her in the back with the knife, and pulls out a feather. That was like, when she stabbed her, yes. I, I was cringing. I'm sure everybody else was too. But I'm like, what is she doing? Oh my God. And then when she pulled out the feather, I'm like, oh. <gasps> Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. It goes from, oh my God, what are you doing to, I can't breathe. Yes. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did Waverly just get de-angelified? I was thinking it was going to be something like that. Yep. Me too. That was the, the one thing that kept her from the dark side, <laughs> shall we say. So, of course, we go back to the boundary where Rachel thinks Casey should be buried by his home. And Winona at first tells her, no, nah, we just got to leave him. Well, Rachel doesn't understand that. 
And Winona tells her that Waverly is stuck with the demon that has wanted her ever since she was born. And then Winona remembers the last thing she said to Waverly. But Nicole tells her that Waverly knows that Winona loves her and they have to go to plan B. Whatever that is. (laughs) I figured at this point we're at plan like J or something. Right. Because Winona has Rachel call Jeremy, but his phone isn't working. Winona tells Nicole to get there as soon as she can and tells Rachel to stay with Casey and they will give him a proper burial as soon as they can and leaves. What are you planning on doing, Winona? Probably nothing good. Right. Basically. But isn't that pretty much everything for Winona? Probably nothing good. Yeah. So we go back to BBD Holding as Doc wonders where he's being taken and the guard informs him that he is one of the lucky ones that gets a ticket on the Ark, but it's not that kind of an Ark. And we see Jeremy in the cell, who tells Doc that there has been a monster-sized (laughs) mix-up. You think? Guard tells Doc that he must have done something wrong to end up in the feed pen. What? It's like, um, there's a feed pen? Yeah. How many monsters do you have? Exactly. Doc manages to snatch the gun from the guard, but Jeremy stops him from shooting him, which I'm not sure if that was the right thing to do or not. (laughs) And Jeremy tells the guard he should be getting his family out of the triangle. I'm like, hello, get whatever code to little pass key. Yeah, get us out of here. Okay, yeah, we let you live. Give me your pass key. Something. Hello. And Doc wants to know why Jeremy's in there. Oh, BBD implemented protocol that he had never heard of before. And when he protested, they put him in there. Say what? I feel like, do you guys know who he is? It's probably a bad idea. And by the way, did anybody see Robin? Right. Unless he's not part of the feed pen. Right. He's just part of the roundup, I hope. Yeah. Well, more than likely, this general just left him in accounting. Doc asks Jeremy if he has his access card, which he doesn't. So, of course, Doc shoots the reader, which sets off an alarm, and Doc gets surrounded by BBD agents. Yeah, I just felt like that was a bad idea anyway. Yeah, Dude, to begin with. Don't shoot the card reader. No, not at all. And we go to HQ, where Winona is banging on a door, saying she's BBD, and then yells at the camera. The door opens, and one General Graham comes in, tells her that he's proud to have had her in his army, and that he's with OFT. And he was creepy looking. Just, oh, you know, yeah. Goes, just an aside. Upper management. He goes, yeah, the highest. <laughs> wow. So this guy's been hanging out in the background for, let's see, what was it? Two seasons at least? Because didn't. Well, no, technically all of it. Because didn't we right. get BBD at the end of season one? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd say technically three and a quarter. Yeah. <laughs> And he yeah, tells, that's crazy. It's like, yes, it is. Uh, yeah, this is weird. But it makes sense that Jeremy said that they needed to keep Rotten Jack alive now if he's the one that's actually running the place and not the bozos that are in headquarters. Because well, everybody no way was Albert kind of would have come up with the idea. Oh, we need to keep this one alive. They can't fix a popcorn machine so how are they going to handle storing demons <laughs> mm-hmm. at least not in that building 
Of course, he tells her that they need to move her and the other assets to a secure location. And Winona's having none of that. She's not going anywhere without her sister and her friends. Well, your town and the whole GRT is about to be swallowed by fog in a few days. Well, Winona tells him, "Eh, too bad. I'm staying and fighting. (laughs) And he said, yeah, he didn't seem super concerned. No, he said, we tried to fight and contain it, but it failed. And she informs him that she's fought so long that she's not quitting because of magic weather and tells him to get her agent Chetri so they can fix this. And he's not real happy as he's sad to lose his best recruit, but she deserves severance pay. <laughs> I was thinking something totally different, like they're going to grab her and throw her in yep. the feed pen. Uh, yep, absolutely. Takes her down to the cells and where she finds both Jeremy and Doc, but he allows only one and she picks Jeremy. And you definitely saw the hurt in Doc's eyes. But she was looking at Doc talking to him and saying like, I don't know, did she specifically say, like, I'll find a way or something? Yeah. But, like, I thought she was going to kiss him. Yeah. (laughs) Like, the hand, like, started to go up to the face. And I felt like, okay, Jeremy at least has an idea. He can try to help. Yes, Doc's super important. But I think she was a little worried that if he went into the fog against Jolene, knowing that we already lost somebody, that she wouldn't be able to deal with it. Not that she'd be able to deal with Jeremy being lost either. Right. But I think she was like, it would, I think, totally kill her if Doc something happened. Right. And she was hoping Jeremy's brains would come up with a solution over Doc's brawn. Yeah. And then she sees Cleo, who didn't make it out of the GRT after all, sitting in another cell. I wonder if that's a second feeding pen or what, because she was just chilling. Yeah, I'm thinking it was, and she just didn't know. Right. And when all of a sudden she turned, she goes, I want her. And Cleo's like, me? I had that very that girl feel. Yes. Like, me? Yes. And the guys are both like, what? Yeah. I love that, that they're like, yeah, kind of that comedic, like, head shake. You almost heard the broop. Exactly. What? Uh, uh, Excuse me? Yeah. She went for a little more power, shall we say. Or at least what she thought. It sure didn't turn out that way. I mean, I honestly believe that it made sense. Oh, yeah. I did, too. Because any, I don't want to say thing, but basically anything that Cleo sends, like, if something happened, Winona would not be torn up about. Right. Where, yeah, losing Jeremy or Doc would rip her heart out. Yeah. We go back to the cabin where Jolene is holding Waverly, telling her that she tried to warn her. And Waverly just wants it to stop, and Jolene informs her the only way to do that is let it out. And Waverly tells her she doesn't want to be an angel or a demon. She just wants to go home. And Jolene just been an angel and ended her. Yes, Jolene tells her to stop denying your nature and let it out. And Waverly screams, and you figure this is not good. We go back. I was so scared of what was happening to Waverly. Yes. Yes. We go back to the fog boundary where Rachel tells Casey that they will soon take care of him as soon as Winona fixes all this. Winona arrives and tells Rachel it was nice what she did because she'd gathered some flowers for him. Rachel asks if it's like this all the time, and Winona says, yeah, you really want to be part of this? She wants to know where's Nicole, Doc, Jeremy, and (laughs) Winona says, 
says, hey, well, I ain't got time for this. Let's go. And like, Rachel. We'll explain it later. Yeah. yeah. And it's, Rachel is just shocked to see Cleo and that Winona chose her over her friends. <laughs> and Winona informs her that Cleo controls the Reapers and that she can follow them into the fog and it's their only shot. Cleo asks for something from the one she wants, Mark, and Winona hands over the clump of hair that Casey had in his hand. I didn't notice he had hair in his hand. I did. When so, Rachel yeah. put the flowers by him, you saw that little clump in his hand. Oh, okay. Yeah, I never seen it, though. And so I'm like, what? Did they leave that part out? And Rachel wants to make sure that Billy is sent after her, and Winona tells Rachel to shoot Cleo if she tries anything. Now, I am absolutely shocked that once... Cleo mentioned Billy that Rachel didn't just throw a computer fit. Yes. Well, yeah, because Rachel's like, well, as long as it's not Billy. And when no. Cleo is about to, that look Winona gave her, like, don't you dare. Yeah. Don't you dare. And so I'm glad Rachel didn't catch that. And Cleo, at least, I, I had the grace to not be like, right. yeah, I'm sending Billy. Yeah. Cleo does the spell and we hear Reaper who Winona can see. It's Billy. I was pissed, though, at Cleo because of that. Yes. Cleo informs her that she included one of her hairs to bind them. So she could see him thinking it would help. Yeah, I'm not so sure about that. I know. I was like, wait, how'd you get one of Winona's hairs? Yeah. (laughs) Winona gears up as Cleo puts a chain on Billy and tells him goodbye. Cleo wishes her luck, but really doesn't care if she survives or not, and hands Winona Billy's leech, and into the fog they go. Waverly's still in pain when the door opens as Winona tells Jolene to get her hands off her sister. As Billy attacks Jolene, Waverly tells Winona that Peacemaker is somewhere inside it. Find it and stop her. And me if you have to. That ain't gonna work. (laughs) No, I'm like, what did she say? Yeah. Like, seriously, like, it took a second for it to to sink in. And I'm still not 100% sure that I understood that. Because it's like, wait, what do you mean? Does she think, like, if something happens and Jolene is out of the picture that, like, she's gonna suddenly turn bad right away? Or did you think she already knew what was happening? I think she had an idea of what was happening. Was that, yeah, this... This power inside her was coming out, and without the feather in her back, it could go either way. Of course, Mm. Jolene takes care of Billy without any trouble at all, and uses her power to push Winona out into the fog. And Jolene tells Waverly that Winona died because she wouldn't even try. I'm just thinking, where the hell was the gun? How far did they hide it? Yeah. And that was the last straw as Waverly screams and her eyes and face go dark. Yeah, and Jolene, just like a little kid, like, ha, 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 yay, I'm getting what I want. It's like, exactly. this is not what you want. <laughs> Except her celebration doesn't last long because just not even enough of a turn of the wrist to open a doorknob. And Jolene's on the floor, barely able to breathe. And- yeah, and when Jolene's like all excited and yeah, just Waverly's like, yeah, you're not going to be here to see it. I'm like, oh, crap. This is all sorts of bad, but good. Get rid of Jolene. Yes. Once and for all. Right? Yeah. Yeah, When Jolene says, you'll destroy the world. And Waverly goes, yes, but you won't bear witness. And you, oh, 
oh, I don't like the words coming out of her mouth. No, I definitely didn't like the way she went. No. So we go back to BBD holding as Doc growls and tells Jeremy if they can't use their brawn, then they use their heads. (laughs) Jeremy states that some demons are being executed while others are being sent to the Ark. And Doc realizes that the humans are there as food for the demons. It's so bad. (laughs) Yeah. And about that time... Mercedes just pops up out of nowhere. (laughs) Hey, hey, somebody we haven't seen in a month of Sundays. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And she tells him she'd been waiting in the vents for hours, waiting for the coast to clear, and shows them that she has an access key. Except the reader was damaged, (laughs) and Doc sheepishly apologizes. But, of course, Jeremy should be able to hotwire it, so let's get this over with. And she explains that when BBD raided the glory hole, she was about to go on stage and told them she was was human trying to prove it with a rat. And Doc and Jeremy both say, Kate. (laughs) (laughs) The door opens as Graham and several of his guards show up, second too late. Graham closes the cell and Jeremy tells him that that their duty is to protect these people. Graham admits that they haven't been able to protect anyone and that he regrets leaving the most valuable assets behind. And of course, Jeremy realizes he means the demons and asks about the humans. And Graham tells him they're just collateral damage. Oh, what what a dick. (laughs) And I totally felt like, I don't know, Mercedes should have went and opened like the other cells while Jeremy was doing that to create a distraction. Yes. Like, just in case. I'm like, how are these guys just, like, hanging out around the corner? Like, okay, wait. Yeah. She's coming out. We can finally do this. It's like, how long have they been there? Come on. And Mercedes tells the boys to put their peckers back in their pants as she will handle this. (laughs) That was funny. Yeah, but it sure didn't work out well. She tells Graham that she has a high-level custodial contact in the State Department that cleans very important people's offices. And Graham just pulls out his gun and shoots her. I, seriously, I was shocked. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, okay, come on, Mercedes. You're really a vampire, right? You just were lying and you're going to get up. So but I don't know. This is where we're down. at. Yeah, this is not going to end well. So we go back to the fog where Winona is crawling around trying to hold her breath when out of nowhere the fog clears and she's able to breathe. She looks And up. I thought, that's not good either. No. She looks up and sees a much different looking Waverly coming through the fog. I can't say demon yet, but that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm like a dark angel. It's like, right, yes. yeah, I don't know if she's almost turned into, uh, yeah, almost like an avenging angel right. as opposed to a demon. Yes. So I, I don't know if we're going to see like how this one gets to play out fully because, like you said, we only have a few episodes. Yeah. And I feel like this is half a season that we need. Exactly. So uh, this is so hard. And Waverly informs her that Winona's journey is over now, and hers has just begun as the Black Wings come out. Like, I kind of felt like she was going to throw Peacemaker at Winona. Right. But, like, but that, that it wasn't going to be 
Peacemaker. It was going to be like a broken Peacemaker or something. Right. But this is what's killing me because if Winona has to shoot her. Right. Like, it's going to be over. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how this is going to play out. I am so freaked out about this. (laughs) I know. Yeah, this is going to take, I don't know. I don't know if they all, even with all of them together, which right now there's no way that's going to happen. I I don't think Nicole and Winona, the two people Waverly loves the most right now, are going to be able to talk her out down out of this until she I think it's going to be Rachel somehow. It, maybe it will be, but I think right at this point in time, the only way they're getting out of escaping the fog is for Waverly to go back into the garden and stop it there. I don't think Winona could have stopped. I think Waverly can. So maybe that's where we're going with this, where Waverly actually saves the day instead of Winona. And maybe when she does that and comes back out of the garden, that she'll revert back to good old Waverly. I'm kind of (laughs) hoping. But yeah, this is... Got me worried just a bit. Yeah, I really, I, I really don't know what's going to happen, and this is why we went longer than normal. Yes, because <laughs> I think we're so stressed out that we, we don't know how we're going to move forward. Right. <sighs> how is Doc and Jeremy going to get out of jail? That's right. Sure. Say, you know, I guess Doc Graham's going to take Doc with him, and maybe Jeremy for food, but still. <laughs> I don't think he's going to take Jeremy for food. Never know. (laughs) Not Doc, but Graham. Oh, I thought you said Doc. Yeah, Yeah, Doc would eat Jeremy, no. (laughs) That would be weird. Yeah. Now that's going to be my head. Doc's going to eat Jeremy. Yeah, no. Doc will have to save Jeremy (laughs) from being eaten by another demon, probably. Probably. Hopefully Nicole will show up just in the nick of time to even... They're all separate, so they can't even band up against Graham. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is so stressful. Yes. (laughs) Like, seriously. Okay. All right. Obviously, you guys know how we feel. (laughs) That we all need a Xanax, apparently, or a drink, or a really long soap in a hot tub, (laughs) or all of the above. I don't know. But we want to know how you feel. Shoot us an email at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com or you can send us a video or audio like we get a lot and we totally will share it answer any questions tell us your thoughts i i, I need somebody else to validate my stress basically yes. <laughs> and while you're at it why don't you rate and review us on itunes and every platform you find us on we're on so many uh because good ratings and reviews help other fans at the show find us tell your friends about this show they can watch everything and be freaked out with you right along with us for the last few episodes until we know if somehow somewhere this is getting picked up for a fi- fifth season and we're all going to be able to breathe a sigh of relief but otherwise seriously get your friends into this so we can all be depressed together yep. you know i think that's necessary <laughs> We, of course, hope you're enjoying our podcast. And don't forget to check everything out over at www.fangirlzone.com. You can find us there and it has our contact with all the places we are. Because we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Tumblr on occasion. And it's just fangirlish. <laughs> so for this episode of Fangirl Zone and Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve. Yeah, sure. obi Wanoni at your service. And until next time.